0: That's Anderson Park and I'm Tavis Smiley and I'm delighted to have you hanging out with us in this third and final hour of today's program. As promised, uh, we continue motivating you to maximize, uh, to maximize that is the moment that is 2024. And I say moment because it goes so fast, right? Uh, I couldn't believe we'd got to the end of 2023 so swiftly. So here we are at the start of uh, 2024. Before you know it, it'd be summertime, <laughs> halfway through the uh, through the year. It just moves so swiftly. Uh, who who knew that our parents and grandparents were right when they told us years ago? The older you get, the faster time flies. It is moving. Uh, and so we want to help you maximize the moment that is 2024 in this hour, I'm joined by best-selling author, educator, spiritual writer and practitioner Layla Delia, who joins us around this time every year. We had a great conversation yesterday with uh, Les Brown, who was here yesterday, and then Valerie was on yesterday. She so had two great uh, uh, conversations yesterday about motivating you for for the year. And I'm uh, looking forward to this hour now with Layla uh, uh, to talk about self-empowerment, self-care, and how to live a life of high vibrations. I love that phrase, living a life of high vibrations in 2020. For her book, it's called Vibrate Higher Daily, Live Your Power. Vibrate Higher Daily, Live Your Power. Layla, good to have you back on the program. Happy New Year to you.
1: Happy New Year, Tavis. I'm so excited to be back with you and the community. Thank we, you so much for having
0: me. We are so thrilled to have you back. Um, when Let me just start with this, and we'll, we'll work our way through the hour. When, when, when you say um, vibrate higher daily or, or, or living a life of high vibrations, by that you mean what exactly?
1: That's where we understand and we become into this awareness, where we come into this awareness that there is something undergirding us. There is something governing us, guiding us in our experiences, and that is energy. Mm -hmm. And if we can be aware of this versus being on autopilot, we can say, hey, I would love to harness this energy in a more positive way versus a, a, a negative way, possibly, that can be happening, or a way where we feel outside of our power and outside of our own authority. And so it's just taking your power back, basically, and using your life you, the energy of your experiences, your embodiment for a higher good, a higher purpose, and ultimately, which is why we are here in the first place. Yeah. So it's coming home to ourselves.
0: I like that, coming home to ourselves. We get to coming home to ourselves and higher good and energy, I promise, at a moment. Uh, but I love that phrase you used, autopilot. Um, I think that uh, too many of us know people and too many of us, frankly, have lived lives where we find ourselves on autopilot, um uh, why do you why do you think that is why do so many of us live our lives day in and day out just stuck on autopilot
1: It's because from the time we come onto the planet usually until the time we leave if we're not aware and if we don't have space to do so almost every aspect of our life is controlled is given to us is told to us is taught to us and so we don't really have space to reflect and contemplate on who am I, what do I, what do I really want in life, and mm-hmm. why am I here? You know, the, I guess those existential questions uh, have to come into play, and it's not until then that you truly do start waking up and uh, live off of autopilot. And off of autopilot is where life really begins for you. Mm-hmm. That really is where uh, the the blessings come in the I don't really like this word because I know it's all divine, but magic it's where the magic starts to happen. It's mm-hmm. where the transformation takes place and it's where you take the will and, and you are now a co creator with the most high versus a co creator with the programming that this life can can bring, which we know is sometimes to our detriment. Yep.
0: Yeah. In your work with people down through the years, uh, Layla, I wonder whether or not there are one or two or three things that you that you've noticed um, or found consistently uh, that have to happen, or that in fact do happen, uh, in people's lives to get them off of autopilot, to sort of shake them, to wake them from that moment.
1: Yeah, it's it's taking time, making mm-hmm. space. You know, it's it's really really pausing throughout the day, taking moments. In solitude where we usually want to feel every space of our day with an assignment, with a goal, with someone, spending time alone. And the more you spend time alone and even doing nothing, like we're, we're always told to be productive, right? And, and then in the black community, as we know, there was, there was, excuse me. Okay. Can you hear me?
0: I can. I can. I can. We got you. We got
1: you. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So as we know, coming up in the Black community, the whole term lazy was like so thrown around. And as we know, this came from negative programming that our ancestors walked and journeyed with on their path. They could not rest. They could not take moments of solitude. And Mm -hmm. so we inherited that belief. And so if we're always busy, always doing something, we're really not in ourselves, in our own authenticity, we're just in the movement and busyness of life. So in order to have our lives paused and taken off of autopilot, we have to take our solitude back. We have to take our time back and just really understand that solitude is sacred. Mm. And that's where we have moments of realization at.
0: I want, I want to talk about solitude and contemplation and meditation, uh, taking our time back uh, when we come forward. Our guest is Layla Delia. She's on this program uh, around this time every year. Uh, her book is called Vibrate Higher Daily. Live your power. More with her when we come forward on Tavis Smile. This is getting good. 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 Yeah, man. Tavis Smiley, Tavis Smiley continues when we come forward. forward. Trust to get at the truth. Smiley. Tavis Smiley. That's who. The conversation continues right now. Layla Deli, I've I've told this story before, um, and I want to share it again just to make a quick point. So many people know that Prince was a was a dear friend of mine, and I, I miss that uh, I miss that brother every day. Uh, but Prince and I were dear friends and hung out together and traveled the world together. Just a dear friend of mine for almost 25, 26 years. Uh, and this is a true story. Uh, Michael Jackson was once asked uh, why he didn't sleep more. Uh, as we all sadly recall, he uh, you know, passed away uh, under uh, propofol, trying to get some sleep, ostensibly. Uh, and uh, we all know that story quite well all these years later. Uh, but that aside, Michael was once asked seriously why he didn't sleep more. And he said, I'm afraid if I sleep too long. God's gonna give all the good ideas to Prince. That's a true story. (laughs) (laughs) And I still laugh about it all these all these years later. I, I I raise that sort of funny story because there is this notion, as you put earlier, about this 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 idea of laziness in our community. That you got to stay busy, you got to keep moving. Uh, Satchel Paige once said, "You know, don't don't turn around and look behind you because you, you you you're gonna lose ground, right? If you slow down to see right, who's who's chasing, <laughs> you, you lose ground." I'm paraphrasing what Satchel Paige once said, but there is this notion. Yeah, we got to stay busy, 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 busy all the time. And I think that's gotten even worse um, in this particular moment because the competition for all of us in whatever field or phase we're in our lives, the competition is so stiff. So, nobody wants to stop. Nobody wants to slow down. It's always grind. I mean, think about language. We're always grinding. We're always hustling. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the words that we use again, we're grinding, we're hustling, uh, we're, we're doing X, Y, and Z. So, nobody wants to slow down. Here you come now at the start of 2024 saying, No, hold up. It's the exact opposite. You got to find some time for solitude. You got to find some time for contemplation. You got to find some time for meditation. I love your phrase. The solitude is, in fact, sacred. The solitude is sacred. But what you're advancing right now as a notion is fundamentally different from the way society tells us we got to stay on our grind and stay on our hustle. Absolutely. And thank
1: you for sharing that story between Michael and Prince because that is a perfect example of two of our greatest creators ever and if they felt the pressure of mm-hmm. course we're all going to feel the pressure mm-hmm. right and so and so but I, but when we look at what was their sense of well-being and that's the conversation I'm bringing in right is mm-hmm. that yes we can we can have the success and we can have the status but at what cost Mm-hmm. and it does it does it matter to you, and when we look at health statistics, we know that they they plummet you know health plummets when we look at health statistics when it looks when it comes to stress mm-hmm. with black people, when it comes to stress with black bodies, black mental health, and so that means let us slow down because this is not the way
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the pace that we're moving at. Is not, is not conducive to our spirit being, to our energetic being. These bodies were not meant to hold such a capacity of output. And for me, when I realized that on my journey, I had to slow down and I was like, you know what? It, the, the the grace that comes with realizing I don't have to move as fast, I don't have to do all the things to keep up, that is a relief in itself. And that relief feels like soul medicine to every cell in your body. Mm -hmm. And this is where we start to get into wellness and well-being and and really taking care of this vessel that the creativity, that, that the success was created to to birth in this lifetime, but we don't want to take these vessels that the Most High has created and grind them to the ground, right? Like, mm-hmm. does that does that sound like, does that sound sacred? It does not sound mm-hmm. sacred, right? And so there's another way of being in the world where we can manifest. If we really put our brain power and mind power to it, I manifest through ease. Success comes to me through ease. I do not have to have success through grinding, get rich or die trying, like Mm. just the sound of that is so outdated, right? And so uh, the body does not agree. And there's there's a book, you may have heard of it, The Body Keeps the Score. And the body does keep the score. When we are going and going and going and not having solitude and not taking time for reflection, there's so much that the body is going through and so much of life, divine flow around us that is happening that we're missing. And so coming back to that solitude, that sacred space is where we tap into the divine flow of life, where everything we're calling in is even better from there. Better ideas, better potential, better power, better embodiment of it, so that we don't have to get it from trying to do it ourselves. And that's when it's ourselves and not tapping into the divine, um, it is going to be a little more struggle with it. It, Mm -hmm. It'll be... You know, it'll feel like grind and hustle. Um, and we know that, that those words even just do not sit well in my nervous system, even having to say I'm out, right? And yeah. so imagine journeying that way in our lives.
0: Yeah. You um, used a phrase a moment ago that I want to come back to right quickly. Uh, and it, the phrase you used was keeping up. Um, and yeah. I, I suspect this is true. Um, I know a lot of folk—black, white, red, brown, yellow—and um, I, I suspect this is true of human beings writ large. Uh, certainly, fellow citizens in this country—we're all, to your point—I'm sorry—we're all grinding. We're all hustling. I know you hate those words, and they're anathema to your spirit. But you take my <laughs> point. But when you use yeah, this phrase, we sure. use this phrase "keeping up" a moment, a moment ago. It, it jumped out of me because I think that while all of us are guilty of that. There's something uniquely different about that inside of black America, intra-black America. I mean, we even have sayings about it, right? Keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, we, we, we know what mm-hmm. that's like. But everybody wants to design a handbag. Everybody wants this car. Everybody wants this, 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 whatever this is. We have this notion in our community, I think worse than other communities, of just trying to keep up with everybody else. You use that phrase, but I wonder if you might say a word or unpack a bit more about what that does to us ultimately when the whole hustle and the grind is all about trying to keep up with somebody else.
1: Yeah, that it just puts us on a path of not living in our authentic selves, not living our authentic path. And when we're not on that authentic path that is created for us, It is going to be more resistance, it's going to be more struggle, we're going to have to go the long way around, and sometimes around and around in circles and worst case scenario is that you will leave this planet never living your authentic self, never living your authentic life, being in your authentic self. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important to realize that there's a path that is for me, this is my divine life path, this is my higher vibrational path, and that word helps in this case, because we understand if I'm just keeping up with the Joneses, if I'm living, waking up every day on autopilot, it's giving cookie cutter life, you know, Mm -hmm. and the cookie cutter life is not, that's not the best path for you. So it's like, we have to chart out this path that is unique to us, meaning that I'm no longer looking to match energy. I'm no longer looking to keep up. I'm doing what's best for me and my path. And that's where you become free that's when you emancipate yourself from uh, uh, mental slavery, um, as as Bob taught us, and Mm -hmm. we move in a different direction unique to us. And then from there, these latent skills that have laid dormant within us start to come alive because now all the energy in our lives is speaking to exactly who we are, not who we're not. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, okay, everything is in, in, in place now. And so it's like these keys and these codes Begin to apply to your life, you have access to them, and everything begins to open up. And that's really a life of well being mm-hmm. right there.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I've said it many times that too many of us uh, spend money we don't have, buying stuff we don't need, trying to impress mm-hmm. folk we don't even like. That's the condition. Ooh. That's the condition of too many yeah. of us spending money. We ain't got yeah. buying stuff. We don't need trying to impress folks we don't even like uh, to put it your way, trying to match energy with other people. Uh, and that's, that's right. really, that's really no way to live. But I, I, I digress on that point. Um, what, what What does it mean for you? Since you use this phrase to be your authentic self, to live your authentic life. Those are, those are wonderful phrases, but break that down. What does that really mean?
1: Yeah, it's, So we'll start there. It's not matching energy. It's real, real. Yeah. It's realizing that I can be in a room full of people and in my own energy signature, meaning that this is unique to me. This is how I, this is how I like to talk. This is how I like to dress. This is what I'm into. These are the things that are working for me in my life. And I don't have to be apologetic about it. I can be in my power with it. It can look different to you. And it could be good for me. And I'm going with that, right? And mm-hmm. so it's, it's having this unapologetic relationship with your life. It's understanding who you are on a pure level. And it's appreciating the alchemy of your life. Like you've been through so much way more than you're probably giving yourself credit for. And because you're matching energy, it's not showing. And it's not reflecting. And so you're out of your power. But when you say, you know what? I deserve to live my authenticity because I have overcome all of this. I've gained all of this wisdom, this insight, and I'm fortified in a new way to really be in my life in my own authority, uh, governed from the most high. And that's just a different way to live. And from there, there's joy. There's, there's a greater joy. And there's a just this, this new sparkle about you. You become a beacon in the world from this aspect, yeah. from authenticity. And what's really for you finds you, because what's really for you is not going to find you if it's energetic. If it's energetic, it's energy and energy, vibration, vibration. The law of vibration, the law, one of the laws of the universe. It's not going to match you, or it's not going to match up with you if you're not even it. So you have to become it in order to attract
2: it.
0: I want to come to that in a moment, this notion of uh, what's for you finds you. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to that in just a second. Les Brown sort of went on that. We uh, had a comment about that yesterday in his own way uh, mm-hmm. as he processes it, and I want to get more of the way you process that notion of what's for you finds you in a moment. But let me, let me, let me try something. I'm, 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 I'm stepping on a tightrope here to try to weave two things together uh, mm-hmm. and, and see what I can get out of you in this regard. As we're talking about energy and matching energy and, for that matter, fighting off energies that we don't want to be connected to. As you were talking about that, my my mind went to a, a Bible verse that I that I know well, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, okay,
1: yeah. principalities against the yes. rulers of
0: darkness of the world. So let me just break that down. What mm-hmm. what, what 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 the Bible in this instance is saying, does it? The fight that we the, the fight that we're in day in and day out isn't always against flesh and blood not against the person you see here, 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 but we're fighting every day against these powers and principalities. You would call that energy. We're fighting oftentimes against the energy that we don't want to be a part of our lives. So I'm I'm trying to weave your conversation and your notion of energy with that biblical edict about powers and principalities. I don't know what I don't know what's there, but take and do something with it, Layla.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, I appreciate us taking it here because, you know, as we've shared and we know that we're both church folks, Mm -hmm, (laughs) grew mm -hmm. up in church families. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have this foundation. So yes, this is exactly where if you're not into the word vibration, well, I can talk, I can bring it back to the Bible, principalities, forces. Mm -hmm. This is name it name it call it what you want it but it's real okay mm-hmm. and and it is governing it is moving and so when we think about this unseen realm that is happening all the time it never sleeps and within this realm there is energy and force and it is governing the way things are are constructed in our lives, what is allowed to come to us. We have guardian angels guarding around us all the time. If we only could see what we're kept from, Mm. we probably couldn't take it. Mm. And so this is really real. And so we have to say with my mind power, with my life, With my will, I'm going to set boundaries. I'm going to put on the whole armor of God daily. What is the whole armor of God? Well, what does that mean in in today's time? My vibration, my energy is, is what I'm putting into my body to strengthen it, what I'm putting in my mind to strengthen it, what's coming out my mouth to strengthen my body and my energy field around me and others around me. And it's having that authority to walk on this earth, understanding that I can, I can, move energy. I can shape things. I can, I can really be the alchemist in my life this time, meaning that I do not have to continue to be on autopilot. I do not have to have a life that it is what it is. And that's one of the most, you know, just, I would say when you give up hope, it's kind of like you say it is what it is
2: mm-hmm. but it's never
1: it, it, it never is that it's it, it is what it, what you will it to be mm. and so if you don't want it to be it is what it is then we move in a way vibrationally where we say we have authority to call those things as though they are even though they are not
2: yes. on this planet yeah so
1: if there's energy around that you don't want you 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 speak it away, you vibrate it away, the way you live, the way you talk, the way you believe, the way you think, and the way you set boundaries so it's so many ways that we can do as Paul says in Romans in that uh in that great book, one of my favorites is um how we two can wor- walk the earth as spiritual
0: warriors. Oh, yeah. Now, when you were talking about those angels, I was thinking about the the way those old folk used to pray in the church, and they would say, mm. Lord, Lord, protect us from dangers seen and unseen.
2: And unseen. Um, yeah. Yes.
0: you got to protect us from those dangers that are seen and unseen, and you call it angels and I, I call it the same thing. So I get that. When we come forward, as I mentioned a moment ago, I want to probe this notion of what what is for us will find us. And 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 here's where right, right, I want to probe this because if if we believe in 2024 that what is for us will find us, then why are we chasing? Why 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 we why we what, what are we chasing? Why are we running so hard? Uh, if what's for you is going to find you, what are you really chasing after? We'll unpack that and a, and a great deal more with uh, Layla delhi when we come forward. Her book is called "Vibrate Higher Daily: Live Your Power." And you're listening to Layla right now, and I'm glad about it on Tavis Smiley. More of Tavis Smiley when we come forward. Smart talk for curious people just like you. Just like you. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. 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 You are inside a a vibration party with Layla Delia and Tavis Smiley. We'll call it that, a vibration party. Her book is called Vibrate Higher Daily, Live Your Power. And we're having a fascinating and insightful and uh, beautiful conversation about how you can vibrate higher daily in 2024. So you were saying to me earlier, Layla, there are a couple things I want to get to, watching my time here. You you, you said to me earlier uh, and to the audience that what is for you in 2024 will find you. What is for you will find you. Um mm-hmm. so if what is for me is going to find me, why am I grinding? Why am I hustling? Like what am I really chasing if what's for me is going to find me?
1: Right. We haven't been we haven't been taught this. We've been taught more so that we have to struggle and strive to make things happen. And we haven't got the update that we're no longer in that cycle, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're in the cycle now of materializing, manifesting, and being. Like just our being attracts our reflection to us. And so this is when we think about the work of of epigenetics, of neuroplasticity, neuroscience, and we're learning now that our brains are not just these organs that just help us, you know, make. Automatic decisions all day long,
2: mm-hmm. but it
1: also allows us uh, to tap into our subconscious mind, where we're able to reprogram all of these things like we have to get rich or die trying, or laziness is not good. Uh, you know, it is what it is, or if, if if you don't, you know, work too too hard, you're not going to be successful. So those are paradigms where they're outdated. They really worked for. I would say when I'm looking back, it was a way of controlling society to get society where it needed to be, especially post-industrial revolution, definitely before, mm-hmm. but in a new way after to where our parents were taught to work hard and and not give back to self and not take time for self. And so we're just in a new dynamic. So one, we have to remember all of that. And just that self-care is how you take your power back. And so when you're in a place of taking care of yourself Of aligning with your authentic nature of not matching energy, but of vibrating your authentic energy, that's when you start to align with synchronicities of life, with the divine flow of life. And things now you start to say, wow, like this is, this is, you would say this is a coincidence, but there are no coincidences. It's because you're aligned with that. Now, if you're aligned with things that are negative, that can be an attraction as well. So that's why we wanna maintain power and authority over how we're using our energy in our lives, um how we're setting healthy boundaries, what we're allowing, what we decide does not work for us. You know, it's and I talk about in Vibrant Higher Daily is that be the chemist of your life mm. and understand that certain things together can be toxins and poisons, where other things together can be potions and remedies and solutions. And so we really want to be the the chemist of our lives in this way, and and tend to this garden of our lives very well. All of your life, tend to all of it. It's a garden. And so when we really take that in the energy realm, and vibrational realm, when we are really good stewards of that, we get we begin to multiply the goodness in our lives and the high vibrations. And mm-hmm. what is for us finds us because we are on that divine path that matches that. It's it's like a blueprint, an energetic mm-hmm. blueprint. And when we're not in that, it's a lot of wonder and, and back and forth and all around.
0: Mm. Um, I receive that. Um I, I have I've been sitting here for what, forty minutes now talking to you. And for the last fifteen to twenty minutes, even as I'm paying attention to what you're saying and, and engaging in this dialogue, I've been stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I've been stuck, Layla, on, on one thing you said and it, it that's why I love talking to you. It, I'm stuck on it because it, it, it sort of, it's, it's sort of, a, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's, a, it's. I found it arresting to my spirit because you sort of, mm. indi- and you've indicted me on something that I know I've said repeatedly in my life, and I know that everybody listening, uh, whether they want to admit it or not, have said the same thing. And what I'm talking specifically about is that phrase you've used a couple times now that we use. It is what it is, and I want to interrogate that just for a second here. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us have used it all of us have used that phrase at some point Well, it is what it is. We all use that phrase. I have never in my decades of broadcasting uh, Had a conversation about that phrase and So we're gonna have it right about now because you brought it to my <laughs> attention and I want I want to explore it and I want to interrogate it So this yeah. phrase that we are all guilty of using at various times. It is what it is Deserves some interrogation. So there at least to my mind at least Two ways of dissecting that phrase, it is what it is. One way to dissect it is to say that when you use the phrase in your life this year, today, anytime, that it is what it is, you're automatically surrendering your agency to do anything about it. So you just resolve, you just resolve, it is what it is. And in that moment, it seems to me you surrender your agency to do anything about it. The other way, the flip side of reading that statement, it is what it is, is that there's a wisdom in acknowledging that there are certain things that happen to us in life over which we simply have no control. We don't control Mm -hmm. everything. And so we say Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Now, those are two sides of the same coin. So I've got you backed into a corner now. Let me see how you get out of this one, Layla Delia. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Brother Tavis. Okay. So let me... me Unback my way out of this corner. Like, okay. I do so well because this is can. actually what it takes to vibrate higher daily. <laughs> okay.
0: Give it to me. Give this it is to what
1: me. It so, so, the two sides of the coin, yes, things. So, I'll start with the second side. Things have happened to us, and we can't go back and change things. So we would say it is what it was,
2: right? Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. is
1: what it was. Now, was is in the past tense. And if you say it is what it is, you're bringing something that is in the past tense into the present tense, meaning that you're giving up your authority, your agency to change it. And when we think about words, we're speaking life into things. We're fueling, we're giving this more energy to be, to continue in our lives. And so An alternate way to say that is, it is what I will it to be. Mm
2: -hmm. It Mm -hmm. is
1: what I will it to be, meaning that I can take whatever I have went through, experienced, and transmute it. I can turn it into alchemy. This can become something else. So it's just like someone looking at lead and saying, oh, it is what it is. But the alchemist, the alchemist sees gold. Mm
2: -hmm. The alchemist
1: is like, it is what I will it to be. So I'm going to take it through this transformation, this transmutation process, and make it something else. And so this is when we get into the spiritual aspect of life, into seeing our lives, not as victims, but as creators, co-creators, that our life is constantly moving and flowing. And that's exactly what we're here to do and to be, is to not stay the same. And life continues to grow. You know, we we could look at ourselves as teenagers, like, oh, it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm on this teenage path and You know, I'm always going to have, you know, pimples and, you know, just feel like I'm awkward in life. Mm. But if we just hold on and understand that life is in flow and in flux, that things are going to change and things will be different. And so, again, it is what it is, uh, just keeps us in a state of disempowerment. And through speaking life into things, they transmute and they transform. And that's the power we have, like the ultimate power we have in this lifetime And by the time we leave, the only true power we have is to transmute how we see life, how we accept life, and how we surrender to what life is versus being a prisoner and locked and stagnant in it, Mm -hmm. but being open to it.
0: Okay. You got yourself out that corner pretty nicely. You got out nicely. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that corner. Uh, I'm going to work really hard this year. Um, I, I, I like, I'm, I'm always reading all the time. So I'm always trying to add words to my vocabulary. And sometimes there are words you need to uh, take out of your vocabulary, words you need to extricate. Uh, and so I'm going to work, work hard this year to stop using that phrase. It is what it is. It's not something I say all the time, but I know I'm guilty of it. Um, so I'll work on it. You work on it. Let's try to get away from saying it is what it is. And, And let's let's embrace this notion that it is what we will it to be. I like that even better. Her name is Layla Delia. Her book is called Vibrate Higher Daily. Live Your Power. You're listening to her right now on Tavis Smiley. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. Tavis Tavis, Smiley. rank number 45 on the heavy 100 list of the 100 most important radio talk show hosts in America. Let's get back to more of Tavis Smiley right now. Let's get back to more of Layla Delia right now, author of the book, Vibrate Higher Daily, Live Your Power. Um, I want to come to this notion that you raised earlier, Layla, and just give you a, a few more minutes to unpack this. And that is, again, a beautiful phrase, this notion that you raised earlier of coming home to ourselves this year, coming home mm-hmm. to ourselves. Tell me more.
1: Yeah, it's that is a phrase that has journeyed with me. And allowed me to feel comfortable and safe in my own body, in my own life. And a lot of times we've, we've, I wrote before that some of us have run so far away from ourselves during periods of survival that we have forgotten to come back home.
2: Mm.
1: And so it's so important that we realize, wow, I'm safe now. I'm okay now. And to call ourselves back home, call our energy back home, call our power back home, all those things that we have given away, our agency and our authenticity. And then also for the times when life really is lifing and it feels so hard and struggle, it's full of struggle, even in those moments. We can say, I'm coming back home to myself. And that means this place of of centeredness, of balance, where everything is always okay, whether something goes, whether something stays, whether something changes, whether something remains, that I'm okay ultimately because I know I'm not alone and that I have tools to get through this, right? It Mm -hmm. is what I will it to be. And so when we realize that we're at home wherever we are, wherever we're going, whatever we're going through we We have this power that awakens us in a new way so that we can, what I talk about in the book, become the hero of our lives, the hero of our stories, of our situations, of our season. And that's ultimately where the hero's journey takes us. And I love that motif that Joseph Campbell introduced us to, that all our superhero movies, starting with Star Wars, were based on the hero's journey. And the hero's journey is always about ultimately going through everything you're going to go through on your journey, but coming back home to yourself, mm. that inner superhero, that inner power.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. And, um, and I want to share, just if I can, these words, sure. um, if that's okay, from Thich Han, um, Zen Buddhist master, monk, priest, poet, artist. Um, it's an affirmation that he says that I love so well, and it is, I have arrived, I am home, I am no longer running from myself. And I use those words so very
0: often. I have arrived. I am at home. I am no longer running from myself.
1: Yes. Powerful.
0: Yeah, that deserves a a pause. More when we come forward Mm. on Tavis Smiley.
2: Seeking the truth, the truth. Speaking the truth, the truth. This this is the Tavis Tavis Smiley Show.
0: He's rooting for everybody black, everybody black, Black. more of Tavis Smiley coming your way right now, right now, right now, Now. Delia coming your way right now. So I want to just, I don't want to color this question any more than this. I I just wonder if you might say something about the notion of surrendering, the notion of surrender, take it anywhere you want to take it, but talk to me about what it means to surrender.
1: Surrender has been such a big part of my process of my healing journey, of my process of coming forward in my work that I do in the world, my public work that I do in the world, putting myself out here, and surrender has been such a, a friend to me, where it used to be something, an adversary, something I would run run to the heels from. And uh, so I would just say that surrendering is where your power resides, it's where your greater abilities reside. It's where higher potential is found and accessed. And a lot of times we, we are living these lives where we, it's this concept I was just writing about and I'll share it here mm-hmm. is I, I was writing about and this, this I was channeling this Tavis maybe about four in the morning and I was channeling the notion of comfort and peace. And a lot of times we think we're at peace because we say no to things that we're fearful of. So we're like, Nope, I'm at peace now because I said no to the thing that I'm fearful of where I was. I'm like, well, more so that's not peace. That's comfort. Comfort does not necessarily mean peace. And Mm -hmm. if you are at peace because of something you said no to that made you uncomfortable or that you're fearful of, that's not true peace. And so a lot of times, Surrender allows us to walk into the very things that we are fearful of, that we think we can't do, that's not going to work out for us. We don't know what's on the other side. It's unknown. It's you know, it's this liminal space, this bridge that moves us, but we don't know where we're going. But if we surrender to that, we find peace there. We find joy there. We find expansion there. But surrender is the tool. It's It's the vehicle that takes us there into this expanded life. And I found that over and over again, whether it's, you know, healing, trying something new, doing the goal, doing the thing, you know, just whatever it is, it's going to take a certain amount of surrender. So surrender is one of the greatest tools we have access to.
0: Yeah. Um, You were talking, and it made me think about a conversation I was having a day or two ago with a friend of mine, and the two of us were talking about another friend of ours, a mutual friend, a mutual acquaintance, who it's pretty obvious on a variety of levels, has Jedi mind tricked themselves into believing they are at peace about a Mm. particular situation, talking specifically about divorce. They have gone through a, a divorce and it's clear to most of us who are friends of this person that they have sort of Jedi mind-tricked themselves and they're making all these declarations in social media spaces, et cetera, that they're at peace. Mm. And it's clear, again, on so many levels in so many ways this particular person is not yet at peace. But I think there are times, uh, and I may be guilty of it at some point in my life as well, where we sort of Jedi mind-tricked ourselves into believing that we are in a place of comfort, that we are in a place of peace, but not so much.
1: Right. Absolutely. Because that comfort... And, you know, I, there's a statement I heard before and uh, I can't remember where I heard it, but it's, but it stayed with me that your comfort zone is your broke zone. Mm. And that isn't that good.
2: Mm -hmm. And that
1: can apply to so much, whether it's finances or whether it's broken inside, like you're, you know, broken, like not able to be put back and and used again in in a way that is productive in your life. And so, That we have to be very careful with what we find comfort in. And as you know, come on, ladies, ladies listening, and men too, we can find comfort in the wrong people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, or we can find comfort in the wrong habits. So comfort is really not a good uh, way to track how we're at peace in our lives. Peace means that I am doing what is necessary to move forward, and I'm at peace with my level of expansion, of action, taking right action, Versus staying stagnant, you know, running, living in fear, um, two totally different experiences Mm -hmm. and energetically, um, it gives us totally different outcomes ultimately
0: she never disappoints never ever disappoints um and today she's dropped so many bars i got notes all over the place <laughs> 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 she uh that last one i'm still wrestling with your comfort zone is your broke zone i'm still i'm still mm. noodling on i am home i have arrived i am no longer running for myself uh yeah. her comments about surrender it's just been an amazing conversation which i expected as i said she never ever disappoints and i can't imagine starting off a year without having her on my docket. Her name is Layla Delia. Her book is called Vibrate Higher Daily. Live your power. Layla, thanks once again for this master class. Uh, I wish you nothing but uh, the best in the year 2024. Thank you for your time. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Tavis. Same to you. Good to have you on this program. And Just like that, poof, three hours gone. Back here, Lord willing, to do it all over again tomorrow. Until then, thanks for listening to Tavis Smiley. And as always, keep the faith.